Hey, how are you? What's going on? Nothing. So, everybody, this is a podcast, Independent POV. I'm your host, B Spill. And um, my guest is Drea Bangs. Yes, it is I. <laughs> Guys, I've been trying to interview this little busy woman here. I'm not that busy. She's super busy, y'all. Like, like, what you doing? Like, tell, please tell us what you doing. Like, you want to know? You want to know everything that I do? Yeah, like, go ahead, go at it. Okay, so, um, I am a sports photographer and videographer. I also am a writer. I host two podcasts. One is Coming to Conclusions, which is sex and relationship based. Um, and the second one is no busters pod, which is basically, um, sports, random topics with the homies. Um, I'm also working on hosting another podcast within the next few months. Um, let's see what else I direct, I produce. Um, I'm currently acting in a YouTube web series that will be dropping within the next few months called I Hate It Here. Um, I think that's pretty much about it. I do a lot. Wow. Okay. Wow. Um, man. So where are you from? Um, I'm actually from Hinesville, Midway area of Georgia. Okay. Uh, any kids? Any kids? I have three kids. I have a girl and two boys. Oh, awesome combination. Mm-hmm. I try, I try. <laughs> any more kids or that's it? I, that's, you um, as of right now, I'm done. Uh, it'll take a certain type of guy to come in my life to make me have more kids. Other than that, we can get a puppy. <laughs> um, man, so... What do you like to do far as like you doing sparse photography? Like are you shooting for high school, college? Like Um, I've shot all the way from like the rec department, which is kids ages four or five, all the way up to mm-hmm. pro. So you're talking okay. NFL, NBA, NHL. Um, I've shot uh, some college football, college basketball, semi pro, which is I IAFL. Um, I've also done high school for like Liberty and Bradwell. I've done some Savannah schools for like um, Beach and Savannah High. Um, I've done middle school, which is Midway Middle, Snelson Golden, Lewis Frazier. Uh, some travel teams for like AAU basketball. Um, I think it's AYFL football. So I'm kind of sort of all over the place with the sports. Okay. So, um, so are we dating or are you seeing somebody? Like, I'm single. Dating, that's subjective. Um, okay. Dating is what it is at this day and time. Um, so am I on dating apps? Yes, but usually not for long. Um, so yeah, I'm single, not in a relationship, not entertaining really. Okay, so 
So what what do you feel about the dating space right now? Um, the dating space right now it sucks. Like literally, if the way I kind of sort of view it is, if you aren't with your person that you were with in high school or college, then you're pretty much screwed. It's kind of sort of how I'm looking <laughs> at it. Because dating in your 20s versus dating in your 30s is two totally different ball games. Um, uh-huh. Right now, dating in your 20s is like, you're just doing it for fun. You're doing it for like a companionship, someone that can make whatever you're about to do a little bit more exciting. But you also aren't really rushing to build a connection with anyone either. At the age of 30, you have people that are guarded because they got hurt years previous from other relationships and then you have people that are rushing to settle down because they realize oh shit I'm getting older so it's it's not really a a medium it's both ends of the spectrum on dating right now neither sides I like so I'm just I'm in the mix of it I'm just here right like I'm newly 30 like I turned 30 like in July so I just crossed over to the 30 club, I mm-hmm. guess. So dating is like, uh, it's like, it's like the same for me. Um, this same, it's like nothing really changed as far as dating, but it's like, mm, I mean, but you just newly into, into your 30s. So of course nothing is going to really change for you at this current moment in time. You still have like, women in your 20s and women in your 30s that you can go for so it's really no difference you really don't notice the difference until like after you're well in your 30s okay but i mean i mean the good thing about your 30s they say like your 30s is your new 20s i feel like that's bullshit but i get it um (laughs) you're just a little bit more wiser and you're just more cautious of the mistakes that you're about to make or the consequences that will come after said mistakes that you do make that's the only difference. Right. So, um, what about, how you feel about the OnlyFans thing? Um, OnlyFans is OnlyFans. Like, I feel like it's in a, a lane of its own. Um, I don't knock anyone that does OnlyFans um, to each its own. I personally would not do it. I've been asked to do it on numerous occasions. Um, but that's just not oh, really? yeah, it's just not my cup of tea um, for what I'm doing and everything that my work revolves around. That's just something that I personally would not do. Um, but for the people that do, you know, shout out to them. Great. I'm glad they're getting their money that, you know, they're finding a way to to make money off of what people want to see anyways. But to me, it's just it's oversaturated at this point in time. Like, the same thing that you can really see on social media, you're paying for on OnlyFans. Exactly. So, like, <laughs> I, I don't... I get it, but it's just, like, I don't want to have all these different logins to see all these different things, and why am I paying for this when I really could probably just DM you and ask you, hey, can I get a picture of this? And you'll probably send it to me, so what's the point? Yeah, for a girl, yeah. For a dude, no. Oh, well, I ain't got nothing to do from a guy. I can only speak from a female's perspective. And for me, 
Yeah. Like, why am I going to go pay to watch a nigga jack off on OnlyFans when I literally can DM you and say, yo, I want to see a video of you jacking off? And two to one, you're not going to tell yeah. me no. You're going to send it. So what's the point? Yeah, no. Like, <laughs> it's just, there's no point at all. So I'm not about to do that. Yeah, like, I feel like um, this is girl follow on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like, she got two accounts. Like, she has one account. Like, she's a YouTuber. Um, she's, like, stressing why people have to pay for it. And I was like, you know, this is thing called Pornhub, and it's for free. You know that, right? <laughs> but, so, like, I get it. Like, for me, I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not personally going to pay for anyone's OnlyFans. Like, and it has to be, I'm not going to say it has to be somebody, but I'm personally not going to pay for a man's OnlyFans because if I'm paying for dick, I better be getting fucked. If I'm not getting fucked, I'm not paying for it. And that's just my view on it. Now, females, I would probably pay for some females OnlyFans, but it's not because I want to see them. It's just because I'm supporting what they're doing. So, okay. And I probably would never look at their content. It would probably just be me signing up and being like, okay, this is my donation to this person every month. It's not nothing that I personally would want to see. Um, now, as far as OnlyFans versus Pornhub, um, I feel like Pornhub is just your, your regular porn stars and then your amateurs that want to be porn stars, but were too scared to let me take that back your amateurs that wanted to be porn stars that Mm -hmm. got rejected when you could go be a porn star so now they have access to like Pornhub and OnlyFans versus OnlyFans is more so custom content catered to what the people who are paying for your services each month you're giving them back so I get the difference um now, if I wanted something customized, like if I liked a, a man's voice or I liked a female's voice or whatever the case may be, if I'm going to sign up for your OnlyFans, then yeah, I'm going to ask for some custom content. I don't want something that you're just putting out for everybody every single month. Give me something that's catered to me and my needs. Um, but Pornhub, yeah, if you're just going to go get something off real quick, you know, go to Pornhub. But to me, it's the same thing, honestly. And then like, like, I totally agree about the whole, like, you might as well ask for sex and then just applying for uh, OnlyFans, in my opinion. Like, I'm a, I might as well, like, because like, I have random DMs where it's like, hey, you want to buy my OnlyFans? Like, nah. I, for that, I'd rather just have you... I'd rather just do a meetup just fuck you and just pay you and then, you know. I mean, but okay, so, so given that... Given what you just said, if you rather just meet up mm-hmm. with a female and fuck them, are you willing to pay that price that they're gonna quote you to fuck them? Yeah. Oh well, shit. Then I feel like there's no problem. Like I feel like if a female is soliciting her only fans to you, and you come but back then... with with a counter offer, like nah, I won't pay for your only fans, but I got X amount of money to fuck you. Then to me personally, there's nothing that that female should do in order to get offended or mad about. Right. But then, like, there's a lot of scamming involved, too, so I'm like, mm. uh, female scamming. I mean, everybody scams. Everything is a scam, no matter how you look at it. It just it just depends on the person that is on what end of the scam. Are you the one doing the scamming, or are you being scammed, and 
how much are you getting scammed out of because some stuff you just you know roll it off with the punches as far as how much am I really out of did I learn my lesson do I know not to do this shit again or you know am I going to do this shit again but be more careful so it's just all on how much you're willing to tolerate as part of the scam but everything is a scam no matter how you look at it yeah also, uh, like, go about, like, on BuzzFeed News that I posted on Facebook that teacher got caught, got fired for having her OnlyFans. Also, a student, a senior student, white girl, she had an OnlyFans, principal caught her, and she got suspended for that bet. What's your point of view? Um. Okay, so I'll do the teacher first. The teacher having the OnlyFans, yeah. I feel like as a teacher, you should have been smart enough to not get caught. So, honestly, I feel like that's your fault. <laughs> because you were, you were <laughs> teacher, come on, man. Like You, you should have known to use a different name. You should have known to do something else to kind of sort of cover your identity, even if it was simply wearing a mask. Um, so, for you to get caught and lose your job, that's your fault. Um, granted, as long as you wasn't doing it in like the classroom or soliciting it to your students or to your other peers, I feel like you should not have lost your job. But looking at everything as far as the full picture goes, you should have been smarter than what you are, what you were. So yeah, that, that's your fault. Um, as far as the student um, being suspended for having the OnlyFans. Um, the only reason why I feel like the student should have been suspended for having the OnlyFans is she was soliciting other students to go sign up for the OnlyFans or soliciting teachers to sign up for the OnlyFans or doing content on school grounds. That's the only reason why I feel like a student should be suspended for having OnlyFans. Other than that, um, my kids better not have OnlyFans and they're in school. <laughs> but to each parent. Like, what if your son got OnlyFans? What you doing? Uh, for, well, my kids are young, so, you know, they shouldn't, period. But <laughs> if my kids were in high school, I'll just say high school. I'll say seniors in high school. If my son has OnlyFans and he's a senior in high school, I'm going to be, first of all, were you contributing to any bills? How much are you making each month? Are you saving your money? Like, what are you putting up there? So I got questions because, like, if this is a lucrative business for you, I'm not about to stop you. But at the same time, like, bro, you could have came to me and just had this conversation and I could make it work for you. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, like, don't go out here well, doing got girl, dumb shit. Huh? What about your girl? I, the same thing for my daughter. I'm not biased. I don't care if you're my son or my daughter. Okay. Like, my daughter, too, like, what are you doing out here on this OnlyFans? Like, what are you putting out, though? How much money are you making? <laughs> why didn't you come to me first? Like, the, that's going to be my main concern is why didn't you come to me first? Because I... It was embarrassing. <laughs> but I, the way I raise my kids is there's nothing too embarrassing to come to me and tell me. So for my kids, for instance, hypothetically speaking, for my kids to go out and create an OnlyFans without letting me know ahead of time, I would be more upset about that versus them having the OnlyFans page. Okay. Because you could have told me that you wanted to do an OnlyFans. We could have had a conversation as to why you want to have one. 
because like the why might not be for the money the why might be because that's just what they want to do like they might want to be a porn star or they might want to be a stripper or they might want to be a prostitute like the why is important when it comes to things like that so if it's something besides the money and you know my daughter we'll say my daughter because you know everybody's gonna give me grief about that so if my daughter came to me and was like yo i want to be a porn star okay cool you want to be a porn star i don't have a problem with that Everybody has a position in life. So if that's the position you want to play and that's going to make you happy, let me educate you on being a porn star. I know nothing about it, but let I need to do my goddamn research if that's the case. So if you want to be a porn star, let me do my research. Let me sit down and come up with some information so that way I can make sure you're safe where you're, you're on the better end of the deal and you're not harming yourself because my only concern is you. I don't care about anybody else. So if OnlyFans is something that's going to keep you safe where... I semi have control over it to the point where I know you're not fucking anybody currently. You're just basically showing your body. I'm cool with that. You're safe. You're you're in the safe of your own home. You're doing what you feel comfortable doing. You're still making money. You're not hurting nobody. No one's forcing you to do that. So if, if that is your why you want to be a porn star and this is what you're doing, I don't see nothing wrong with that. Okay, so also, uh, did you see the movie Cuties? I did. Okay, what what's your point of view? What's your review? Um, I didn't see nothing wrong with the movie. Um, what what Netflix? Let me take that back. I'm not even gonna say it like that. I'm gonna say I watched the movie based upon your post on Facebook. Um, okay. And what the original poster versus the storyline of what it was about is two totally different things to me. Right. Because um, there was two different synopses. Like they had the first one, then they changed I didn't it. see the first one. I saw the second synopsis, which matches what I viewed okay. on Netflix. Now, right. I will say there were <laughs> some shots that they could have did without in, okay. in the show. But I didn't feel like it was anything that everybody should have been blowing out of proportion how they were blowing out of proportion. And I feel like people who still watch the movie and still feel like this movie is sexualizing Black girls, then to me, I question their mindset of how they're viewing it. Because I didn't see it as them sexualizing Black girls or anything of that nature. The synopsis is what it is. Um, and so for me, it is more so the fact that they, Netflix could have did a better job with marketing it. And to be totally honest, it's marketing. And that could have just been their way to market it, create an uproar, get people to watch it, change the, the details on the back end and then let everybody go from there. So it could have been just their thing that they did. And if it, and if, that is what they did, then they did a good job. I'll say that. Okay. Like, I felt like, I mean, I saw it too. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I kind of like saw both like the right and the left and how they were reacting. It's like, I understand how this, how they are reacting and I understand why the other side is reacting. And um, it was like, and me, I don't have any kids. So, you know, I'm just, you know, a person looking in, you know? Right. I mean, I have a daughter. 
if my daughter right. was dancing like that, would I feel some type of way? No, I wouldn't. Um, that's just okay. part of learning about your sexuality. So that's just like boys masturbate. They hump things. Like they do all sorts of nasty sexual shit as boys. So right. why can't girls do the same thing? They don't get a chance to explore their sexuality. So if they're exploring their sexuality through dancing or through masturbating, everybody views it as something wrong and they're being sexualized. They're not being sexualized because they're what of uh, because of what they're doing. They're being sexualized because the person that is viewing it is sexualizing them. It has nothing to do with what they're doing. They don't know any better. They're a child. So they don't know that this is sexual. They're just doing something that either one feels good to them or two, they've seen somewhere else. Or three, what just naturally comes to them because they are a child and they do things naturally unless they've been told to do something one way or the other. So if, so if an adult sees that as sexual and sexualizing them, then you have to question the adult because the adult is the one who has the more knowledge and wisdom. Okay. Also, what's your, um, you know, point of view of WOW? You know, um, Cardi B... I mean, it's, it's, it's a song. Like, I think everybody overthinks everything and looks into things way too much than what they need to look into. It's a, it's a song. It's nothing wrong right. with the song, and everybody's like blowing the song out of proportion. Like, bitches talk about their pussy all the time. Niggas talk about their dick all the time, and niggas is mad because bitches made a song about their pussy when niggas talk about fucking bitches all the time. To me, it's the same exact thing. Now, you giving women grief about doing it? Okay, whatever. Niggas always give grief about women doing shit. But to me, it's a song. It's entertainment purposes only. That's how I look at anything in the entertainment industry. That's what it's for. It's for pure entertainment. So to sit there and have a debate about is this song right or wrong or should they be saying this right or wrong? Like, to me, that's just a whole bunch of wasting time. It's a whole bunch of bullshit and I personally prefer not to waste my time even entertaining the thought because it's a song. Right. I feel like um, my point of view is like I understand that Cardi B and Meg are basically expressing themselves, right? right. But I feel like when it comes to people looking at it, um, I guess people are viewing it as a teaching movement that sometimes I get why they would say well, she's teaching something. Well, if young people see it, they'll think it's like a teaching moment, but it's not. It's just her expressing herself, you know? Well, the only well, the only way a young person is going to see it as a teaching moment is because they don't have anyone else teaching them. Right. So if you're the parent and your child is looking at Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion to teach them something, then I question you, you as a parent as to why they're not looking at you to teach them that. My daughter listens to the song, but, you know, my daughter sings the lyrics. Do I have a problem with it? No. Is she out there doing any of that? No. Is she out there texting that to anybody? No. She knows it's a song. Right. So, like, my thing is, if you feel something, if you feel a certain type of way about it because you feel like these are role models and teachers to your children, then you as a parent need to change that. And only you as a parent can change that. That's not society's problem to deal with or the world's problem to deal with that's you as the parent that needs to deal with that right and um and then it's like the aftermath of it would be like 
uh, I guess Cardi B's uh, divorce. Like, uh, okay, so Car- Cardi B's divorce. I mean, that shit was like a train wreck to begin with. So exactly, <laughs> this song is the reason why she's getting a divorce. No, did it add fuel to the flames? Probably, but that nigga knew what he was getting before he got with her. And right. the same thing they she knew what did. she was getting before he got with him. So, like, I don't right. understand what the problem is, nor do I feel like it's any of my business, nor am I that concerned with a celebrity's relationship. But, I mean, the song is what the song is. If you want to take those lyrics of the song to heart, then by all means, do that. I wouldn't say that would be your smartest decision to do. But, you know, some people do that. But I highly doubt that that song is the reason that they're getting a divorce. And also, what's your uh, perspective of Jada situation and the Smiths versus Cardi B's uh, divorce? Um, because like everybody's saying, like, oh yeah, um, she, um, Cardi B's getting divorced, and now everybody's like, was I kind of like happy that she she did on uh Will Smith? Well. I, okay, so I can only go based off of, I guess, the information that was presented as facts, I guess. Right. Um, so to me, the whole Jada, Will, and August situation, we all have heard over the years that they basically had an open relationship. So right. did Jada really cheat on Will? No. No. <laughs> I don't feel like she did. Do I feel like uh, Will was kind of sort of thrown off by how long their relationship was or how deep their relationship got? Yes. Do I feel like Jada used August? Yes. Do I feel like August kind of sort of was in over his head and was manipulated in the situation? Yes. Yeah. Um, so that situation is completely different than Cardi and Offset because Cardi and Offset, from what we know, they don't have an open relationship. Right. That nigga cheats. She gets pissed. They yeah. air it out on social media. She forgives them. Like that. That's just the nature of the beast with them. So it's not an open relationship. So you can't <laughs> even sit there and criticize both of those relationships on the same scale because they're not the same. Right. And then, like, did you feel like Me Too had to be involved in that? The who? Um, you know the Me Too people. No. <laughs> far as with Jada. No. Like no. Okay. Yeah, no. Like I feel like the only people that need to be involved in it is the people that relationship is well the people that is in the relationship. Everybody else, it doesn't matter. You're just giving your opinion. And you just mm-hmm. want to be involved because you want to be heard or you want to manipulate the situation to make one of the parties look bad when it's not about making anyone looks bad. It's just more so understanding each person's perspective of how they're viewing whatever they're going through. Right. So what about this uh, new age of being, uh, I guess, poly? Um, what are my thoughts on it, on being poly? Yeah. I see nothing wrong with being poly. I think that poly works, but it only works until it doesn't work. Um, okay. And with that being said, is that if you know what you're if you know what your intention is when you're going into the relationship or a poly relationship, then 
you shouldn't have any problems as long as you keep the communication open and everybody is on the same page. Things start to go left when your intentions aren't what you said they were, when you become emotional about what's going on, or if you're not on the same page. So, or you have ulterior motives. I mean, that's also another thing. Um, but poly works. It's worked over the years. It's worked in the past. It worked in history. Um, they just don't talk about it, but it has worked. So why wouldn't it work now? I feel like uh, monogamy is what doesn't work. You're you're forced to spend your whole life with this one person that is supposed to be your everything. They're supposed to be everything for you emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally. And that one person can't do that. And you can't expect that one person to be all of that for you. And people who say that that one person does all that shit for them, I feel like that's bullshit. That's just, you just saying that shit because you don't want to hurt their damn feelings. But I feel like in order to have that, you're going to have multiple people that you're going to come across in life that are going to give you all of those points. And it's not going to be from the same person. I I might not have even met half of these people that are supposed to do that for me in my life yet because you're going to meet people throughout your whole entire life so you can't tell me that the person that you've been with since 21 is this all for you you you're just thinking that they are your all and two to one you probably passed up your all a few times and that's why you're miserable now okay like like, would you be in a poly relationship? Um, yeah, I would be in a poly relationship. I've been in one before. Okay. I, I would do it again. I don't. I don't have a problem with it. Like I say, it works until it doesn't work anymore. Um, me going forward, like, what what I wouldn't do is I wouldn't get with someone. Say, for instance, I I meet someone week one, and. They tell me, yeah, I want a poly relationship. Okay, I'm cool with that. Week two, don't come in and say, let's go look for a girlfriend. Like, it'll have to be a situation where me and that one person or me and the guy or even me and the girl, um, we sit there and we get to know each other first before we bring in another party. Okay. But I don't have anything. And yeah, I wouldn't mind being in it, but it just it just has to work for me personally. Right. So would you do it with two like you as you as a woman look for another man and it just you and a man to man or would it be just man and two women? Um, I would do both, to be totally honest with you. Um, but it would just be different dynamics of each relationship. Like if it was gonna be um a woman and a man, um I don't like doing domesticated shit. That's just not me. I can do it. I just prefer not to. So if I was going to do it, I would find a female that likes taking care of kids, that likes doing the the cooking, gardening, and interior decorating and all that other bullshit. Like, I can do that shit. I just don't want to waste my time doing that shit. I'd rather pay someone to do that shit, to be totally honest with you. <laughs> um, so if I can find a female in a poly relationship that's willing to do all of that while I go work and do what I need to do outside of the household and show up for my kids' games and, and stuff like that, cool. That works for me. Um, the guy, the only way I would do it with a guy is like you have to financially be able to take care of the household. You have to emotionally and spiritually be able to meet both of our needs 
like you're not going to sit there and let someone else go without because you you're trying to cater to the other one nor is this something that is just all about pussy so if you think that that's what it's about then it's not going to work either um I could do two dudes, but I don't think I could live under the same household as two dudes. Like I think okay. I think I would be bouncing between household and household. Um or it'll have to be like a land that has two houses on it and like we we have a common house but then like I live separately from them. Like they'll share a house but whenever they want time with me, one will come over. But I don't, I can't see myself being under the same roof with two men unless they were bi. Then then I could possibly make that work. But if they weren't bi, then I couldn't. I don't see that happening. Okay. So it's, it's just different dynamics. So um, what's your stance when... When women demand sex, because we know men going to demand sex eventually, like all the time. But what's your stance when women demand sex? Um, are we demanding sex when we're single, or are we demanding sex when we're in a relationship? Oh, it could be both. Um, so if I'm demanding sex when I'm in a relationship, then I feel like I I kind of sort of feel like something's wrong if I have to demand sex. Um, because I shouldn't be demanding sex. I should be just throwing a clue and then you should be either giving me what I want or I should be able to just come and initiate. But if I'm demanding you to fuck me now, then I feel like there's an issue. Um, and I should never get to the point where there's an issue like that involved. If I'm single and I'm demanding sex, then clearly I'm making poor choice for men. Okay. And then, like, also with, um, <coughs> man, I lost my train of thought, bro. Like, this is such a great conversation. Like, oh, it's film. Like, how long you been in the film game? Um, I went to school for film in my early 20s. Um, so I went to Full Sail University. I got a bachelor's degree in film and cinematography. Um, I started shooting music videos and nightclub performances. Um, and then from there, I kind of sort of stopped doing it while I was married. And then I eventually got back into film recently, like since quarantine started. Okay. So it's something that I do on and off. I can do it. Do I prefer to do it? Not really. I can make money off of it. It keeps me busy, but it's not like my go-to thing to do. Okay. Like, for as like, what you make of the whole COVID situation? Um, COVID. COVID is what COVID is. Like, I feel like it's bullshit. <laughs> yes, it's a virus. The virus has been out for many, many years, like since the eighties. Um, it's just more so of a scare tactic to do what they need to do, whatever their agenda is at the current moment. Um, I personally don't feel the need to be under lockdown like we were, but I mean, I understand what the agenda was and I, I get it. So, you know, play your part, do your thing, but is COVID real? 
Nah, not not how they were portraying it. Okay. So, like, where are you far as politically? Uh, I don't have a political standpoint. Oh, okay. Do you vote or no? I don't vote. Um, I don't. Yeah, I kind of figured like you don't vote, don't do you? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't vote. But I mean, because like, I'm trying to like dumb it down because I know I can go way in over people's heads. Um, no, go ahead. Literally, when you read the Constitution, the only government that the Constitution can be for the America per se is a Republican government. It can't be a, a democracy. So there's no way to vote. You can only be Republican. So you're kind of sort of giving this facade of uh, people have the right to vote and choose whether to be a Republican or a democracy as far as the government goes. And it's not. It's all Republican. When you even say the Pledge of Allegiance, when you say it, it's all Republican. There's nothing about a democracy in there. So right. why why are we voting for which political party? Um, so no, I don't vote. Um, it is what it is, you know. I, I I'd rather deal with the monster that I know than the monster that I don't. So if I had to vote, I would vote for Trump because I know what Trump is gonna do. At least Trump is in my face doing his bullshit, and it's just like, all right, this nigga gonna do this, so now I need to move this way. Whereas Biden he'll probably do that shit behind your back and then now you don't really know what to do because you don't see what he's doing in your face so I'd rather deal with the monster that I know than the monster that I don't but I don't vote okay wow that's wow okay that's a great perspective like and then like with the whole COVID masking people like I'm tired with the whole mask bro Oh, uh, I don't do masks. You ain't about to sit there and tell me I gotta wear a mask. Like I choose to wear the mask when I choose to wear the mask. Um, right. I walked in. I walked in many places. Um, even this past weekend, I was out in the store. I wasn't nowhere around locally, but I was out. Sign on the door said, "You know, put on a mask." I always walk in the store with no mask on until they tell me to put a mask on. Now. Right. I personally know that you can't force me to wear a mask because all I have to simply say, due to medical reasons, I can't wear this mask. And you can't force me to wear the mask. If you continue to force me to wear the mask, I know to go ahead on about my day, make my notes of the store, the location, the date, the time, go ahead and write my little affidavit up of what happened. Right. Go ahead and get me a lawyer. Go ahead and file me a claim. Go ahead and get my money. Like, it's really simple. I'm not about to sit here and argue with these folks. But right. I was out in the store. Had to do some shopping. Ladies, like, put a mask on. All right, I put the mask on. I'm walking around in the store. Had to buy shoes. Now, I told a lady that, you know, due to medical reason, I can't wear this mask. She's like, well, you have to put the mask on. Okay, cool, whatever. Put the mask on shopping. Now, I'm in the store. I already feel like I can't breathe. So I take the mask off. She approaches me. Man, you can't be in here without the mask on. You need to put the mask on. Tell the lady again, due to medical reasons, I can't, I feel like I can't breathe, which is why I took the mask on. She said, well, you're going to have to leave the store. Okay, and I I continue to tell her, well, you can't do that because that's discrimination. And I continue shopping. Damn near passed out in the store. (laughs) So, after all of that, manager walks up to me, 
they wanted me to sign a waiver. I'm not signing a waiver because I told you all this before I entered your store. And you still forced me to do all of this. So you'll just get a, a nice letter from my lawyer. And that's just plain and simple. You ain't even got to worry about it because it's not your store. You're just working for the person who owns the store. So it's not even your problem. Right. But, you know, it is what it is. I'm not arguing no folks. I'm just going to collect a check. That's it. Right. Right. <laughs> but, no, nah, I, I, I respect certain certain places. I respect it. Certain places I don't. Mm-hmm. If you a big corporation, I don't respect that shit at all. If you a little mom and pop store, like, if, if I walk into, uh, like, a restaurant or something like that, and I know that it's like a mom and pop store where if you get sick, you going to be out. You ain't going to get your money. I'm going to respect that. I'll put a mask on because I'm most likely I'm not even going to be in there that long. But like, if I'm walking into Applebee's to go eat, oh, nah, fuck you and your mask because I'm not putting one on. I'm going to go sit at my table. You're going to bring me my drink. As soon as I sit at the table, you take the mask off anyway. So what's the point of walking through the door with the mask on? Yeah. So you're telling me that I can only catch COVID walking in and out the entrance. That's what you're telling me. Right. Shit don't make sense. So, nah, I'm not a mask person. Okay, okay. So, me, like, okay, could you give uh, uh, the opposite sex um, uh, dating advice? Um, the opposite sex dating advice. Um, shit. I think, well, I can't, it's not even based upon the opposite sex, it's just in general. I think everyone should just be more more aware of what their intentions are when they're dating. Mm -hmm. And one is everyone should just stop lying to themselves. Like the idea of a relationship always sounds good. You're taught to want a relationship. But to be totally honest with you, some people aren't built for relationships. Not everyone is in a relationship and it's okay to not want to have to be in a relationship. You might just be the person that you fuck around with with everybody. That just might be your position in life. Um, And it's cool, but don't sit there and lie to yourself saying that, you know, you want this relationship or you want this and that, and that's not really the time you want, but you're just telling that other person that that's what you want, thinking that that's what you're going to get or in order to get what you want. So I feel like if you're 100% upfront with your intentions of what you want with that person or what you're looking for, You'll get what you want in a more respectful way uh, without losing your your moral compass in that situation. Okay. So it's, it's really all right. about knowing knowing you and then knowing what you want from someone else. Because half the time, well, I'm not going to say half of the time. I'm going to say what I was told was that people don't know what they want. They only know what they don't want. And that two to one, I found that to be true. Because I, you can ask me what I want right now, and I can tell you, nigga, I don't know. I can tell you what I don't want. Because <laughs> what I want constantly changes. And it changes depending upon the person that I'm looking at what I want with. Because what I want with, with person A might not be what I want with person B. So you're asking me what I want. I don't know because it's subjective as far as who I want it with. But I can tell you what I don't want. Because what I don't want is pretty much what I don't want with everybody. Right. So most most of the time people ask the wrong questions. So, you know, figure out the questions that you want to ask whoever you're you're entertaining. Figure out what you want for yourself 
and then figure out what you want with that person or what you don't want with that person. And then that should narrow down at least what route to take. Okay. Because, like, well, I was going to ask something else, but I'm probably not going to answer it. Like, because I was going, well, I'm going to answer it. Um, I'm 30, right? Right. I'm single. Uh, would you give a 30 year old black man with no kids? Like, in general? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'll give a 21-year-old a chance. Like, I don't have a preference on age. I don't have a preference on ethnicity. I don't have a preference on looks, on height, on weight. I don't have a preference on kids. Um, But you're not about to come in my life and make my shit more complicated than what it need to be. Right. Like, that. Like that's really what it boils down. But I don't really have a preference to anything. It's more so whether I vibe with you or whether I don't vibe with you, whether I want to deal with your bullshit or not deal with your bullshit, or or I might just feel like, nah, this ain't going to work. And it's because I know it ain't going to work for, for reasons that I know it's not going to work. And it might not have nothing to do with you. It might just be the person just comes off as a pushover, and I know I'm going to fuck off on this nigga every chance I get. So why would I even put you through that or put myself through that? So it, it's, it could be multiple reasons, but as far as a preference, nah, it's never really a preference with me. And speaking of preferences, like you got your girl B. Simone talking about she doesn't like men with the she wouldn't date a man with the 9 to 5. And right. then also, like there was this video on TikTok with, I guess, um, it was like these black kids were like it had a decision where they run to the left with black women then to the other side was like white women they all ran to the white women like and I guess people felt that was like a hatred towards black women like how would did you see that video anyway I didn't see that video I heard people talking about it um I don't feel like it's a hatred towards black women I feel like that's those person's preference like People gotta stop stop putting it as far as it's racist or it's a hatred towards this race or this this person, exactly. that person, because it's not. Like everybody has their own preference. And if your preference is not to date a black woman, then by means that's not your preference. Um do I think you're probably doing a disservice to yourself? Yes, you fucking are. But that's not that's just my opinion. <laughs> but if you like, you know, if you like white women, shit, go fuck a white woman. I'm not about to, you know, deal with it. And most likely, you know you're you're either it's either one of two things either the white woman that you're choosing to be with either she's going to put you in a better place for you to maneuver better in life to make you a better person or um that that white woman might just be making you a better person that that black woman feel like you well that you feel like that black woman can't do for you that doesn't mean you don't like black women now if you get out uh, talking like okay so example if you're a black man and you with a white woman and someone asks you well why don't you date black women and you sit out there and you talking negative about black women then yeah I want to side eye you and call you out on your shit because you could like white women but that don't mean you have to sit down sit there and talk down on black women just because white women are your preference and that's what a lot of black men do um now as far as the the B. Simone situation 
of her not wanting a nigga that works a nine to five, I understand her, um, considering the fact on what she does. Like most people looked at it as, oh, she only wants to date a celebrity. Why can't she just get her a regular nigga? But at the same time, if she's a celebrity herself and she was to get a regular nigga that working a nine to five, two to one, that nigga is not going to be with her on what she's doing. And she's pretty much single and her nigga's at home. And that to me doesn't even sound like a relationship that she would want to be in as a person, just looking at her personality or what she portrays on social media. So yeah, I get why she wouldn't want a nigga that works a nine to five. She she would want her nigga to be with her doing what she's doing or at least around her or if he can't be around her, it's not that, oh, I have to be to work at nine o'clock in the morning versus, yeah, I got a meeting, but I want to fly in as soon as I can. That fly in okay. as soon as I can sounds better than, oh, no, nah, I'll just see you when you come back. And when I come back, might not be until like two weeks later, depending on what you got going on. Right. Okay. But, you know, most people that speak on stuff have never been in those situations to even sit there and comment on the stuff that they speak on. Right. And, like, what what's your uh, point of view on uh, trans women? Um, I'm... Are they women? Or are they overshadowing real women? Or, like, what's going on? I don't feel like they're overshadowing overshadowing real women I just feel like they're them like <laughs> I feel like they're doing what, what makes them happy I don't feel like it's it's anything against real women I don't feel like they're overshadowing um, I just feel like they're just trying to live in their reality that, and they're trying to create their reality for themselves right how do you feel like they talking about they have the period they trying to ministry. They trying to get pregnant. Like they're they're trying to be a woman. Like you can't sit there and I guess criticize someone for what they feel they are in their head or they think they are in their head, and then trying to make that their reality physically. Because you have to take in consideration what that does to someone mentally like imagine hypothetically speaking imagine you're you you're Uh a guy right in your head you're a guy but physically you're a woman you're gonna want to do everything to be a guy because in your head you're a guy and if you Uh can't you can only imagine what that's going to do for your mental state so if them wanting to do all of this stuff to physically to make them what they think they are in their head and it's going to give them a better mental state, then I'm all for it. It it is not affecting my life any way, form, or fashion. So, you know, why would I have even a a remote say-so into that they should or shouldn't do anything? Okay, what if, like, this whole thing, if a man says, like, oh, I only date real women. I don't date trans women because but then if they don't say they date trans women they're considered like a hopeful well I never had a man tell me that he only date real women and don't date trans women um I'm not gonna feel offended because I'm a real woman so once again it doesn't affect me any form way or fashion 
And if you feel some type of way or you feel homophobic, then I'm going to side eye you and be like, well, why the fuck do you feel homophobic? Like, like, okay, that's just like, okay, so say for instance. No, like, I'm saying like, they say like, oh, they ask you like, hey, do you date, date trans women? I say no. And they say, well, you're a homophobe. So I'm like, but see, or, but see, that me. affects you. That doesn't affect me personally. So I don't have a point of view on right. that because it's not affecting me personally. Now, I wouldn't say. Okay, so I see, I see something that would probably. Okay, so I feel like your response into what you said triggered their response. So it's kind of sort of cause and effect. You could have just right. simply said, "No, I don't." versus no I only date real women right so I just still say like, if I say they ask me you date trans women I say no and then they say well you're a homophobe I highly doubt that they'll do that okay Okay. Yeah, I highly doubt because you you literally just it's kind of sort of like a, a slap in the face is what you just did it was very condescending and you you offended them like who are you to but tell them? I'm just them? being honest. You know what I'm saying? I ain't want to lie. Well, no, but like, it's also like, who are you to tell them that they're not a real woman? Because in their head, they're a real woman. Yeah. So you for you to sit there and say, no, I only date real women. Okay, well, that's offensive. Like, fuck you too. So I'm going to say something back that's going to be more offensive to you as well. But if you would have just said, no, that's not my preference. You could say something simple as that. Then there, there would be okay. no, no reason to warrant their expression back to you. Right. That's if it happens, like I say, no, that's not my preference. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's a, a lot of things can be solved in communication. It's all about how you say things and the way you say right. things. Right. So yeah, right. if, that's why I said like, yeah, if you said it that way, I can see why that that gave that response or why someone would say that response back because of what you said. But but now nah, if you were just like, no, nah, that's not my preference. You can't get mad because it's not my preference. And then if, right. and if they but people do that, though, really? Yeah, and if they were to say that, you could just simply ask them, like, well, what makes you think that if that's not my preference? Like, you know, you know, ask them the question because sometimes it's not even you. Sometimes it could be something else that's just bothering them and they're just taking it out on you and they might just want someone to talk to. True. That is so true. Also, I was wondering, like, like, um, When's is like the next? Like I heard you you had something doing on YouTube. What it's coming out next month? Um, I think we're aiming for next month. Um, if it's not coming out next month, we should know a date at least by next month. Okay, are you but acting? It's a, um, it's a dry humor comedy show. Um, it's a web series that's going to be out on YouTube. I'm acting in it. I directed a few episodes. Um, written a few episodes. Um, it was created by uh, OSG Breeze. He's out of Savannah. Um, and so yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a comedy. We started working on it uh, at the beginning of quarantine. So we filmed that, we write that, um, and we're just working on coming out with a release date. To what's his name? OSG Breeze. He's a, a local a local rapper out of Savannah. Okay. So I think uh he added me on Facebook. Possibly. 
I'm not sure. Like, does his profile got a hoodie? No, it's a cartoon character. Like a Simpsons cartoon character. Oh. Because, like... And it's his... um, On Facebook, it's not OSG Breeze. It's something else on Facebook. Oh. Ew. Yeah. That's not his name on Facebook. On Facebook, I think it's... uh... I think it's Sherm Woodard, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. But yeah, um, so that should be coming out either next month or at least by the end of the year. Um, we're just trying to get all of our ducks in a row with that. Okay. Like, we gotta do some more content together, though. Like, I know I did a content Yeah, it was about two years ago. Like, what, two years ago? Like when are we going to collab? I know, I know we're collabing. I mean, now. what are you? You on my podcast, Well, I guess you, but... you just need to talk about what you want to work on. Oh. I mean, whatever. I mean, whatever you want to. You're gonna have to tell me, me your know. idea like, of what you want to work on, so that way I can fit it in my schedule. Because if you want to tell, if you want me to tell you my idea, I'm not gonna have time to create an idea. And then get with you to schedule the idea. So it's best for you to present me with the idea of what you want to collab on. So that way I can see if it's feasible to work in my schedule. Okay. Like, I do want to do like a visual podcast, you know. Me, right. You, um, and I still have so on your podcast. I gotta give you a date to come on mine. It'll probably be sometime in yeah. October. I usually only record on Saturday, Saturday mornings. Um, and I'm booked for the next two Saturdays, so it'll probably be the following Saturday after that. So October 10th, I think, will be my next free Saturday. Um, unless my producer is cool with doing recording two episodes in one week or two episodes two episodes on one Saturday then um, then we can do two episodes on, we'll do a Saturday before the 10th but as of right now I think my next free Saturday is the 10th but um, I'll double check when I talk to him uh, this Saturday and if I can get you in on the 3rd then we could do for the 3rd okay but I do want to do like a visual podcast. Also, um, you wanna, like, I want to do, do, do music, music video. No, like if you know any artists so the, that want. So to the do only artist video, that, like I said, that I work I with re- on most of my projects is OSG Breeze. Um, me and him do a lot of projects together. Um, I have a female artist um, that's working on some content now. She's in Savannah. Uh, If you want to do something with her, I can make that work. Mm -hmm. Um, Other than that, I really don't deal with, like, a lot of artists like that. Like, I try to stay out of the music side of things. So anything music wise, I I kind of sort of run that through okay. Breeze, and then you know I get what I need to get through him, 
because he's in the music realm. So there's no need for me to delve in that that arena when he's already in there. Right. Okay. So please shout out your all your social okay, media so, to um, all my fans. My personal Instagram <laughs> page is Drea underscore bangs with a Z. So that's D-R-E-Y-A-H underscore B-A-N-G-Z. Um, and then the podcast is Coming to Conclusions, and that's on IG and Twitter. And then No Busters Pod, and that's on IG as well. Okay. Okay. And also, uh, one more question, and then... Uh, like, are you part of the conscious? Uh, what's part called? of the what? Come conscious. It's uh, it's like one of your uh podcast is called like something um, with consciousness. Not that I'm aware. <laughs> it's it was probably a name of the episode. I probably had someone on. Oh. It's it's called yeah, coming, so coming to, to conclusions, conclusions is um the sex podcast that I have. Um okay, so coming okay, to conclusions is basically a sex podcast that talks about kinks, fetishes, uh, lifestyle, BDSM, um, adult conversations. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I also interview people. Um, it can it can turn into comedy or humor depending on who's on the episode. Um, we kind of sort of give advice on relationships, so we have listeners write in, they send an email. Um, we give our advice to them. We share sex stories. I like to make men uncomfortable on my podcast, so I ask them all sorts of sexual questions, put them in the hot seat, and then we just play different games. Um. So it's it's very out there. It's very opinionated, um, and it just gets guys to kind of sort of open their perspectives on different things. Um, but then you know also talk about different situations that they've been in. So it's a it's a very eye opening podcast with depending on the person that's on. <laughs> okay, I want to be invited. So like I said, I should know on. Saturday, whether I can do two episodes on the third. If not, like I said, it'll be the 10th of October. Because I try to shoot all my episodes in advance. Okay. Okay, we'll okay. do, we'll Just do. Just keep me posted. You're welcome. All right, and uh, thank you, Drea. Like, this is B Spell, and we are the uh, independent Bye. POV. We'll see you guys later.